0: Incongruous, a podcast from Tim Wills. Hi there, good day and I hope it's about to get a little better with some mind food. With any luck, something new and a bit offbeat, perhaps something for you to mull over, maybe even making some connections with your personal experience. Today it's about dirt and how it's good for you. Where there's no dirt there seem to be health problems and there's no dirt when it's been covered over by tarmac and concrete. there's an official term for that it's called soil coverage over half the world now lives in urban areas and this is efficient on many fronts from maximizing your personal contacts and the opportunities for the people who live there as well as sparing lots of countryside to continue to be well countryside beyond being green the countryside is a carbon sink and our main supply of food and fresh air but we're only starting to understand the greater impacts that countryside has on our lives. Back in the 1970s, a chemist called James Lovelock proposed the Gaia Hypothesis. Here, living organisms interact with their inorganic surroundings on Earth. And this synergy is a self-regulating complex system that helps to maintain and perpetuate the conditions for life on the planet. This idea of a complex system was a big development from the traditional scientific thinking, which goes back to the Enlightenment, or the Age of Reason. And that, in turn, was a huge advance on the Dark Ages, when the thinking was, God made everything. So, trying to understand what God had made, enlightened science looked to measure everything, name it, and put it in boxes. We ended up with museums full of examples of rocks and wildlife with Latin names and detailed descriptions. And medicine, conscientiously named individual bits of the body, all neatly categorised, each bit named, preserved, described and ready for reference. But the biggest failure in human knowledge is ignoring what isn't there. That may seem obvious, but it arrogantly assumes that what you see is all there is. as the Nobel Prize-winning Daniel Kahneman says in his excellent book, Thinking Fast and Slow. James Lovelock understood that everything is connected, so everything on the earth depends on something else. And it's become a complex system, currently sustaining and sustained by life. But moving beyond his hypothesis is the idea of the human microbiome. This treats each of us individuals as a community of organisms. Cells that are designed to work together. Within some cells are even organisms that used to be viruses and bacteria co-opted into providing a service for the community. And this community of organisms that is our body also includes bacteria that live in their own communities. And these have various functions and most of them are described in Western medicine which has chopped our bodies into systems. The respiratory, immune and reproductive systems are all well known. There are others which include the musculoskeletal, all one word and all concerned with structure and movement. And there's the integumentary system, which is the skin. And that's the largest body organ. But all of these can be separate podcasts. Today I'm limiting it to the body as a community, working with itself and with its surroundings. And here we come to the digestive system, where bacteria work to absorb the nutrients we need. These bacteria are part of the community that makes up our body. And this community constantly interacts with our surroundings beyond just the food and air that we take in there's a saying that gardeners live longer it seems in addition to getting fresh air and exercise a major reason they live longer is they touch dirt making contact with microorganisms that are beneficial to our bodies and these microorganisms are now better understood they make your gut healthy which is not only good physically, but which also helps your mental health. If you live in an urban area, you may rarely touch dirt. Also, you're more likely to use lots of cleaning products which kill off these microorganisms. Of course, unsanitary conditions in urban areas mean bad diseases spread quickly, and plague, as a major cause of early death, was pretty much vanquished in the last century, as noted by the amazing Yuval Noah Harari in A Brief History of Tomorrow. But cleaning has a downside, because it reduces good dirt with the microorganisms we get along with. And the soil these organisms rely on has been covered with concrete and asphalt, that soil coverage. So you rarely come into contact with them and then you probably even help kill off the remaining ones as part of eliminating dirt and germs in your house. This lack of interactions with organisms could partially be responsible for the increase in diabetes and allergies. Now this rural part of Italy where I live has one of the top life expectancies in the world. Local food, few towns and lots of dirt. Maybe that's the reason. And this is part of my personal experience. As a parent of triplets, you have only a limited amount of time in the day and sometimes sleeping takes up part of that. So you have to prioritise, which gave me the great excuse to minimise cleaning the house. It's pretty soul-destroying to tidy up a mess, then clean the surfaces that have been magically exposed, only to turn around and find your beloved offspring have traipsed through the door in muddy clothes and conscientiously destroyed your hard work, spreading toys and chaos with abandon. So I minimised the cleaning. Now I normally cycle up the hill to the local bakers, often in grubby clothes that are sweaty by the time I get there. And one day I walked in on a conversation about the new school term and how so many kids got sick in the first few weeks. I said they needed strong immune systems. Probably they had little experience in fighting off bad germs. They need to play in the open air, in the dirt. The middle-aged mother looked at me in my sweaty kit while she looked at me slowly up and down, ready to sneer at what the cat had dragged in. Then it seemed a light went on as she said, Maybe that's right. His children are never sick. Oh, did I feel good about having a messy house. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully you picked up some tidbits. Maybe you've some food for thought. If you want more information about some of the stuff mentioned in this podcast, you could YouTube or even Google search for the GAIO hypothesis, the human microbiome, or soil microorganisms. I hope you enjoyed this and feel a bit more informed, maybe even inspired. I look forward to your comments and wish you a wonderful day. Copyright 2019. Incongruous. Tim Wills at timwills.com.